What is anime? Is anime good? I think so. That's completely up to you, though. Now, is Attack on Titan good? Well, there are many preferences that other people like. Some don't. Some do. But I'm here today to talk about whether I think it is valid or not. Let's begin. Attack on Titan is about a boy named Aaron Yeager as the main character of the show and his sidekick girlfriend, Mikasa Ackerman. As kids, they were very traumatized by lots of things uh, because of the type of world that they're living in. Um, they live in this town na- known as Paradise. It's more than a town. It's more like a city where there are multiple walls surrounding them, protecting them from the monsters called titans. There are many different forms of titans. There are scary titans. There are big titans. There are strong titans. But anyway, lots of bad stuff happens to them as children, and it really fucks up their minds, not gonna lie. And growing up, they wished to, you know help take down the titans because some of their walls are not as sturdy as they used to be and they want to reclaim their land back in the beginning they have a very simple goal a very likable goal you got something taken away from you and now you want to get it back i like this i think the mc has a good goal at hand he wants to avenge his mother's death and he wants to reclaim Wall Maria, which is the wall that was the name of the wall that was lost during uh, the battle they had. Many people died. Many people die in this show. If you do not expect someone to die, they probably will. You meet many very good characters along the way, such as Erwin, Levi, Hanji, and the trio known as Connie, John, and uh, Sasha. They all have very interesting things about them. Uh, Sasha has her craving and loving of food because she goes absolutely insane when there is food present. Uh, Jean uh, is, has a rivalry with Aaron Yeager, and he very much can be sometimes mistaken for him in the beginning of the show. Not towards the end, but there was a time where he disguised himself as Aaron Yeager. It was very funny. Um, and then there's Connie, who does nothing because he's useless. <clears throat> Moving on. Um, so in the beginning of the show, Aaron Yeager, finally, when he grows up, learns to, be, uh, to fight the Titans as he wanted to once he's old enough to get revenge on his mother's, you know, death, um, for his mother's death. And he um, is not very talented in the beginning. Now, of course, MCs are always going to have challenges in the beginning. Um, what I did like, though, is it's not that he was actually untalented. It was that he was uh, being sabotaged by one of the... Um, people in charge, 
Uh, I'm not sure why. Maybe they had a personal grudge against him. Or maybe it was an accident. I do forget that. But it is, you know, known that he struggles because someone was tampering with his equipment. Um, so that is important to note, which was kind of interesting to me when you found out. Um, once he eventually uh, goes out there in the field to fight Titans, uh, he ends up getting eaten by a Titan. Spoiler alert. Um, which I thought, oh, dang. His whole squad just got eaten by Titans. That's a shame. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, the Aaron Jaeger emerges from the Titan with his own Titan-shifting powers. Now, the reason behind this is very long and confusing. And there is one thing that I do not like about anime. One very important thing, the most important thing. I don't care how much I like that anime, but if I'm confused, if I don't understand what's going on, I don't like it. I don't like it if I don't know why it's happening. Confusion is not fun. Uh, There's always good mystery, but not when they tell you what's going on and you still don't understand. That is what I don't like. And that will come into play later about Attack on Titan. Now, Season 1 of Attack on Titan starts out very well. Very well. You have some uh, very interesting characters introduced into the show, some of which are killed. It is a shame. Rip the Levi squad. Uh, I thought they were going to turn into likable characters, but they, in fact, were not actually that strong when coming against another Titan shifter like Aaron Yeager himself. Now, I'd also like to point out that Aaron Yeager himself, in the beginning of the show, is not very strong. He thinks he's strong because he's a Titan, but when people die, because they, they've they been trying to... it's not really They didn't really react very well when he became a Titan, uh, which makes sense, and they almost killed him, which was quite interesting to the plot. Uh, but they eventually took him in and let him do stuff. So they were testing how his powers would work in a fight, and they were protecting him on a run. That's how many people died. And Aaron Yeager, um, well, he trusted the Levi squad to keep him safe. And they told him not to worry. And they all died. And he got very, very angry. Uh, he then decided that he was going to kill the Titan Shifter that was much more skilled than him and had been do- being and had been a Titan for much longer than he had. But, you know, he still thought, oh, I can beat them. I definitely can. I'm mad enough, you know. With enough rage, I can, I can really win. No, he got his ass beat, of course, because he doesn't think. He's not smart. He acts on emotions, and that is a perfect description of Aaron Yeager. Now, he did have to get his ass saved by Mikasa, slash his girlfriend, basically, and also Levi, which is why Levi is First of all, this is the first reason why Levi is the GOAT. Many reasons down the line. Also, uh, Levi is probably one of the most skilled characters in the show. He can take down almost any Titan with his uh, very unique skill set with their uh, gear. Uh, that I'll talk about that later. Um, so that's the first time that I was kind of disappointed in Aaron Yeager. And there are many that happen, which is why I will explain. Um, That was the first time I was very disappointed in him when he was supposed to kick their ass, and he didn't. Because the female Titan, which is the one that killed all of his, you know, all of his friends, uh, was very strong. And I'm like, 
damn, that female Titan really sucks that they just killed all these people. I hope someone beats the shit out of them. I hope Eren does. That would be really cool. No, Eren gets his ass beat because he acted on emotion and didn't actually, you know, know how to use his powers at the time either. It was kind of cool that uh, they almost stopped the female Titan, but she did get away, unfortunately. And that is basically... Is that the highlight of season one? I'm not sure. Uh, I might have just also gone to season two. I forget if that was also part... Was that the whole of season two? I'm not sure. But this is basically the covering of season one and two, I believe. Uh, After that, it is found out that um, there are actually spies among the people of uh, Paradis. Um, And it is found out to be two characters, Reiner and Berthold. Reiner, a character that seemed to blend into the group very well, was kind of unnoticeable. And to be honest, I really didn't notice much from him because I thought he was a character that died earlier. And then Berthold, a character that almost never speaks and does almost absolutely nothing in the show. Fuck Berthold. Fucking useless piece of shit. Only important because he had a very powerful Titan ability. Now, sorry, quick water break. When, when they were discovered to be the traitors, they reacted by quickly shifting into Titan form and, you know, uh, trying to fight their way out. Now, this is another moment where Aaron Yeager did have a very cool scene, especially in the dub, where he yelled them as being traitors and had a very cool Titan transformation, transformation scene. My bad. And he, tr- he went all out against them. Now, unfortunately, this is another time that I do have to talk about where Aaron Yeager really disappoints me. Um, he, he didn't kick their asses. He got his ass beat again because he doesn't understand their Titan powers. And once again, he had to get his ass saved by the goats, Mikasa and Levi, the actual skilled people. Now, at the same time, he does still want to be strong with their uh, their gear, um, which he doesn't really get to use often because he's usually just shifting the Titan form, which he finally just learned to actually control. Because I did forget to mention this, but he did try using it before uh, in Season 1. I do believe I had skipped over that part. He tried to use it before to claim Wall Mario back. That's what all of Season 1 was about. I had forgotten because it was not very memorable. Um... And he lost control when they were trying to get Walmaria. He ended up, you know, stopping them and stopping the hole that was letting all the, the Titans in. But at a very great cost, he was, you know, very untrained with that. It was cool to see him try. I'm not going to lie. You know, he didn't have anyone to he beat his ass because there were no weak, you know, there were no strong Titans to stop him. Anyway, back to what I was talking about. Uh, Reiner and Berthold had a very cool scene. Um, now I do not like them because I believe I liked them more as allies other than villains. I feel like I got to know at least Reiner a little bit and then he was a traitor and I'm like, man, that really sucks. You were kind of an ass. And then later you find out that they were an even bigger asses. Also Annie, who was discovered as the female Titan. She's a fine villain, honestly. She was always kind of, you know... Like, she had a certain essence about her that was 
villainish, you know, not villainish, but like she was always, you know, kind of mean and doubtful and all that kinds of stuff. Uh, you know, it kind of made sense, but Bertolt and Reiner were out of nowhere. But you later find out that they killed Marcos and he had a very emotional scene where they really fucked him over because it's a shame because it looks like they did grow somewhat of an attachment to the people of Paradis, but they really had to be loyal to their Marlian fucks of a government and, you know, because they think they're some entitled little bitch racists. Yeah, sorry. Fuck the Marlians. <clears throat> so that's why I don't like those two. And like I said, I don't like him even more or Aaron Yeager any, even more at that point because Aaron, I thought, was really going to have a moment there and he didn't beat their asses. At best, you know, he fought back uh, but they got away and no damage was done. Now, later in season three, um, by the way, I might be skipping it over, but I'm really only talking about the stressful stuff in the show, like the stuff I want to point out. There were plenty of other good moments, but I'm not going to be talking quite about those. Like, I'm sure if I don't remember correctly, Levi's probably had some already badass moments that I've loved. Um, in season three, you meet, I believe you meet Grisha Yeager. No, not Grisha Yeager. I'm sorry. Um, you meet Zeke. Zeke Yeager, yes. Uh, who is also a Marlian asshole um, who wants to capture Aaron as is, is his main goal. And there's also the matter of these other people in the beginning of season three uh, that has a lot to do with this girl that's supposed to be like the heir to the throne of Paradis with some special titan powers. Um, that was not important whatsoever until the very last moment. And then her asshole, ugly, stupid father uh, was, like, making her do stuff, you know, for the good of whatever. And my boy Aaron, because they had tried, they were trying to capture Aaron in order to get this thing called the Founding Titan. This is the beginning of Season 3, by the way. Um, the beginning of the, fountain, the Founding Titan, which he had the Attack Titan, and... She was giving the Attack Titan powers. No, she wanted to absorb his power or whatever. I forget. No, he also had the, the Founding Titan. My bad. Um, and she wanted to take that from him because it, like, rightfully belongs to her. Um, and it's not that she was not willing to do it, but also hesitant. But it's also because Aaron was very willing to just let her win, her and her stupid father. He had no will of his own to fight back. It just kind of seemed like he wanted to die. Another not Pog Aaron moment that I did not enjoy. I don't know why an MC is literally giving up in season, beginning of season three and wants to. He's literally saying, just kill me, just do it. Just take my Titan. And she was literally refusing. It's just a shame that he wanted to throw his way, life away like that. An MC should not act like that ever. I don't believe it brought any depth. And it just made me hate that family of king assholes very much. Now, that was the first half of season three. Not my favorite. There were some cool characters like Kenny, who is a rival of Levi's and, and uh, took care of him growing up. That was very cool. I think they had cool things going on there, but it's not. it wasn't the main plot point of the story. It's not the most important ever. Anyway, moving on to the second part of season three. We have what is probably peak of the show, where Aaron finally has learned to control his powers and has even learned some new abilities. 
Uh, I think at this point he had he absorbed a Titan from someone. I'm not sure. Oh yeah, forgot about Emir. She's kind of forgetful. I'm not gonna lie. She was a a person that accidentally absorbed their friend's Titan that was helping them take over Paradise as part of the Marleyan plan, and like she owed them. They were like blackmailing her anyway. That doesn't really matter. Also doesn't affect the plot point that much. But she was, like, lesbian with the girl I just told you about that I hate that was, like, the heir to the throne of Paradis. Also another reason why I don't like them. Nah. Me no like homo. Anyway. We are now talking about the peak of the show, which is season three of Attack on Titan Part 2, basically. The second half. Where they are trying to find Reiner and Berthold, the villains, and Aaron has finally gotten all these, you know, he's figured out what to do against them, he knows how to fight, and he finally, he finally lets loose on them and really does some damage. Uh, his friend, uh, all, of, all of the moments that you were waiting for, Erwin, who is the commander, had a glorious speech and an amazing charge attack in order to defeat one of the Titans fighting. Uh, and I also forgot to mention that he had a great moment earlier. I believe it was in the beginning of season two where he got his arm ripped off when they were trying to capture, uh, Aaron. I think so. That was, no, no, I think that was end of season two. Uh, they were trying to capture Aaron and he got his arm ripped off and he told him to just keep charging forward. That was, that was great. Aaron, uh, Irwin is not as strong as Levi. Not saying he's not strong. He's pretty strong for with his abilities. Um, but he's a goaded commander, and he really is the glue behind all the soldiers. Uh, but anyway, he had a great, great moment in Season 3, as well as Levi, who also was incredible. Uh, he, t- he literally defeated all odds and took out the main Titan fighting, uh, which was causing all the trouble, and destroyed him. Unfortunately, he did escape, but that's all right, because we also got to see Aaron and Armin do some amazing things. Armin had a great moment where he literally burst into flames trying to uh, give an opening to Aaron. It was very cool, and I think uh, they had some great teamwork, and they were so happy to have defeated the villains. However... They did have them on the run, and they did manage to defeat one. They defeated Berthold, who was the uh, Colossal Titan, which later uh, I will talk about in a second. Um, but now Armin's all burnt up from getting Berthold to use all of his powers, and Erwin uh, was also very highly damaged from, uh, you know... You know, like literally trying to get everyone to defeat the Titans so Levi could beat him, which he did a very good job of. Um, so now you have two about to die people, and you have one Titan power to give to them. Berthold's Colossal Titan. It will save them because they have rejuvenating powers. And Levi has to make a very important decision. Is he going to save Erwin, the commander? Of the entire army of Paradis, the one who comes up with all the plans, the one who's been winning all the battles, the one who is just literally, like, his best friend at this point. I mean, come on. Or Armin, who is the MC's best friend. Now, at first he was going to choose Erwin, but then down comes... Aaron Yeager, crying, crying, oh my god, he's my best friend, you need to save him. And of course, MC's decision is ruled above all. He he ends up saving 
or uh, Armin, which was the bad choice, very bad choice down the line, uh, and gave him the powers, and Erwin died, unfortunately, at the end of season three. Not liking that. It was very emotional. I was very, very getting, I was getting very sad about the whole thing when I realized he had to make that decision, but I still wish he chose, he chose, he was going to, I still wish he chose uh, Erwin instead of Armin. Uh, because Aaron Yeager once again let his emotions get the better of him, and he convinced Levi, because of how sad he was, to save Armin. Once again, letting his emotions control his decisions and making wrong choices. Now, not saying Armin doesn't do a good job later, but Erwin would have been better. Now we roll into season four, where uh, Aaron's really gone through some shit. And the Zeke guy who literally uh, swooped in and saved a bunch of the people. Uh, well, he was actually they were actually saved by the Cart Titan, but he's been you know controlling this whole operation. He finally gets through to Aaron Yeager, and he makes him go absolutely insane. He makes him go against his friends, and it's honestly not great. Not something an MC should be doing. I don't think. That Aaron going down this path and listening to this guy was the right choice. He literally made decisions based off of one thing that one guy was telling him only because he is related to him in some way, I believe. And by the way, their government was slowly collapsing due to just all kinds of insanity with the Titans uh, and the king and stuff. And now Erwin's gone. There's no order. It was very uh, unfortunate. I feel like in season four, there was so much chaos. And now we get to learn about Marley, the people that have been trying to attack Paradise this whole time and get the Titan powers back. We learn what the the, uh, the Paradise people are held as slaves, basically tons of racism, uh, making them fight for them in their wars just because they are able to transform into Titans. Uh, because of the fact that they t- transformed into the Titans thousands of years ago and, you know, attacked them. They feel the need to punish those 1,000 years later who are related to said species. Once again, fuck Marley. Also, um, we get to learn about a couple of characters. Uh, Gabby. Uh, Gabby, yeah. She's this very excited little girl that likes the Marleys, and she wants to do everything she can to help them. Uh, Now, later, it is discovered that Aaron Yeager actually infiltrated Marley himself. Very cool, actually, that he infiltrated Marley and literally destroyed their government from the inside, holding uh, Reiner hostage. Very cool scene. Very cool. He beat the shit out of lots of Marleyans. That's plus points right there for Aaron. Um, But later, he makes some uh, not great decisions. After that battle, um, once he's picked up by his friends, Gabby is so mad she actually rides on their Zeppelin while they were trying to escape because he went off without his friends' decisions. He just, you know, endangered the lives and basically uh, got Sasha killed because if he hadn't gone off without them, they wouldn't have had to go save him because he knew they had to go save him. He's literally their entire plan at this point. Because they want to defend Paradise from people and use the rumbling in order to defend them. Which is something that Aaron has the capabilities of doing, but Zeke has convinced him otherwise. Now, Gabby infiltrates their Zeppelin as they're escaping after Aaron shit-stomped Marley. 
uh, while they're getting away, and she, she shoots Sasha in anger and is then, uh, like, captured by everyone. Fuck Gabby, but it's not completely her fault. I understand why she's mad, even though she was not raised. It's just the way she was raised is quite unfortunate, that's all. But still, fuck Gabby. Sometimes she just needs to use common sense, and she just doesn't think properly. Uh, because you would say, oh, she wasn't raised properly, but then you have her friend, who I already forget his name, because he doesn't do much. But he's just like Gabby. He was raised the same way, but he actually uses common sense to not just be an asshole to the Paradis people, um, who, you know, are treating them much better than they would. Instead of killing them, they just captured them, you know. Uh, after Sasha being sh- uh, shot, that's a rip to Sasha, R.I.P. Sasha Sasha Browse. She was a good character. She had some good backstory to her. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, after they get back, Aaron Yeager is then just completely mind-fucked after that and doesn't give two shits about his friends. Zeke is, meanwhile, infiltrating the Paradise people. Even though he's being captured, he had a plan set up. Because they had captured people from Marley before and they were working as kind of like servants almost, like indentured servants to, uh, almost to, uh, you know, the people of Paradis. Um, and they were actually getting along, but he was actually using some of them for his plan to slowly convince Aaron Yeager to be on his side and to forget everything about Paradis and go with, you know, the fact that Aaron Yeager is their savior, known as the Yeagerists. Also led by. Not led by, but one of the pe- main leading roles in this, uh, this coup was played by a character that I very much despise. This little shitter that was in the Irwin squad when they went for a suicide attempt. He was the only one that survived, and he was pissed off that Irwin was not saved. Uh, so if, uh, and he was mad that that Armin was saved. So he decided to start to start a Jaegerist group. Uh, in order to overthrow them because he thinks they made the wrong decision. Once again, if Erwin was not uh, dead, none of this would have happened, and I wouldn't have hated this little shit guy, this little shit kid with the fucking bangs. I don't even remember his name. I'm glad. Anyway, some other somewhat important characters come into play, I guess. I don't give two shits about them, but they have something to do with Marley. That's it. They are, you know, trying to... There's just more people infiltrating Paradise and, you know, trying to stop them. By the way, at this point, Aaron Yeager absorbed the Warhammer Titan that was at Marley and gained that's pa- those powers, so now he's even more powerful. Meanwhile, uh, when his friends make one final attempt to convince him not to be an asshole, uh, he slaps the shit out of them and insults their fucking brains out. And then he leaves. Uh, Paradise is, like, you know, being held hostage by some of its own people and some of the Marley people. And then, well, there's a big fight at the end about to happen. And then uh, season two, uh, season four, my bad, ends. Not leaving on a good note, which I did not like. The only good part was Aaron killing the bunch of Marlins. But it was quite unfortunate that I later learned it was for completely different reasons and not the Aaron that the stupid Aaron that I liked that I used to like yelling at for making stupid decisions at least he was on the side of Paradise the right side the good side the great side Paradise their whole uh government and the some of the leaders were actually you know quite, kind of interesting and I think they were in the right uh there was great character development throughout the series 
some of which was, you know, killed off because characters die. Um, meanwhile, Aaron Yeager just be, slowly becomes a warped and twisted little boy, uh, you know, chasing the dreams of his father and Zeke Yeager, um, who is warping his mind and he's ignoring his friends. Something that an MC should never do. What MC do you know, besides Light Yagami, that is an asshole to his friends and, you know, does the complete opposite and is just, you know, doesn't help his friends. He's actually, like, on the bad guy's side. None. None. Light is his own villain. Light's not a good guy to begin with, so I'm giving him a pass. Uh, he was He's kind of like an antagonist in the show, which is very enjoyable. Anyway, that's about it. That's going to wrap up my uh, thoughts on Attack on Titan. Um... I'm gonna I'm gonna give uh, seasons one through three overall. Maybe I'm gonna give them an eight overall, and season four I'm going to give a four out of ten. Um, I do not believe that they took the right path. Season uh, four part two will probably be good, but if Aaron doesn't start turning things around, I don't think I'm gonna enjoy it as much. Even though I've heard there's going to be cool fights, uh, I hope you enjoyed listening to my rant on this show. And what they have turned it into. So Attack on Titan is not a bad show. But the way they're taking it, the direction, is making it a bad show. And it's just a little disappointing to me. Because when I first heard about the show, it I couldn't even imagine what I was in for. Um, Attack on Titan is just quite... It's, it's, I'll give it this, it's probably one of the most unique anime you could find out there. Uh, I believe it's very, very special, and some of the peaks in it that I did enjoy are very good. Uh, thank you for tuning in, I hope you enjoyed. Uh, let me know if you have any critiques or anything to say, and thank you once again for tuning in.